0: ever felt like you're just going through the motions of life but not fully living then you're in the right place welcome to finding your way with Lori and tanya it wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way so now we're sharing what worked for us with you we're so glad you found us We'll bring you real-life
1: stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. All right, so welcome. Um, Welcome to the podcast. We are super excited that you found us or maybe that you're back. So, um, you know, we've promised to share tips and tricks um, and all the little things that we did when we started this journey um, with you guys so that you don't have to do what we did, which was dig and probe and scrounge for the information and beg people to tell you what they knew. So we are just going to throw it all out there for you. Um, today, we're going to talk about one of the first things we did when we started trying to, to change our lives. Um affirmations. So when we began this journey, um, that was a foreign word to me. I had no idea what an affirmation was. Um, So today we're going to talk about affirmations, what they are. Um, We're going to talk about um, how to create them, um, some verbiage that makes it essential when you're doing it. Um, And we're going to talk through some different ways. You know, we started doing them one way.
0: We've learned several ways since. Um, So we'll talk about all that today. Yeah, so like you said, affirmations, we didn't even know what that meant. We we had never heard of affirmations, and it sort of sounded a little wonky to us a little bit. But um, like we have talked about before, Tanya and I are big believers in law of attraction. So it sort of made sense. Like after we learned that what all you're doing is affirming what you do want so that law of attraction goes into place where you're bringing the things you do want to you versus the things that you don't want. So we talked about our struggle with our self-talk years ago and just being in a negative mindset where we maybe had some negative thoughts about ourselves, about our situations, about our circumstances, those kind of things, and um, also just talking, speaking on a daily basis, not even thinking about what we were saying um, to others, and so it was a little tricky to put affirmations into place because it wasn't just learning about what they are, but it was also, okay, how do we practice this because we were so used to that um, negative thought pattern that we were in, that it was a little uncomfortable at first. So I guess just start, let's just talk about what's the definition of an affirmation. So it it almost felt fake, right? I mean, in the beginning, I felt like
1: I was pretending, but I was because I had to, because I didn't believe it at first. So an affirmation is basically, um, saying thank you and feeling gratitude for what you do want in advance. So it is basically being grateful for what you want, like you already have it. So it's it's trusting God, the universe, the higher power, whatever you believe that once you say you want something, that it's going to come. It's yours to have, it's flowing to you. And, And so all an affirmation is, is stating how grateful you are, like you already have it. So affirming that you already have it.
0: Yes. And so for me, that was very complicated (laughs) because my mind was always going to the negative and So a trick that really helped me to start affirming what I did want and and more in a positive way was Lisa Nichols. If you know who she is, if you don't go look her up because she's wonderful. Lisa Nichols, I heard an interview she was doing, and she said what helped her is to write down in our own handwriting, if you can't think about the positive things you want, you do know what you don't want, right? We do know the things that we are not happy with. And so her recommendation was to write down all those things in the negative. So all the things that you're not happy with, the things that aggravate you, that annoy you, that upset you, that make you mad, make you sad, write them out in your own handwriting. And then the way you get to the affirmation of what you do want is you look at those and you write the opposite of that. (laughs) Right. Which is so simple, yet so profound. But I think where I was mentally, I couldn't see the good and the blessings and all of that. So that helped me because I knew the bad stuff. I knew what to, how to define that. And so it helped me to do that. And then the next step of that was to take a red pen and literally scratch through the negative and leave the positive in the other column. And so those positives become your affirmations that you use on a daily basis. And it's almost like a little mind trick where it tricks your brain into saying the negative things that I had written down, I've got a red line through those now. So those are no longer valid for me. That's right. And,
1: and so in order to do that, it, and that's a good beginner trick because honestly, like I said, I was pretending mm-hmm. and it was so hard in the beginning to think about what I did want because I didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I knew what I didn't like I, I, I knew it was negative so great trick to start and then when you do write that in the positive there are a couple of things that you need to keep in mind is first of all I am is a command to the universe right they are the two most powerful words in the in the language is i am so you are affirming i am what um, so so starting off with i am and then also using some emotion words um, I think the the most important or just as important is the word you use is also the feeling that those words have you feel. Um, And when we started, um, we started off with things like, I am so happy and grateful that I am living a peaceful life. I am so happy and grateful that I closed the deal today. Um, So there are other words you can use, joyful, peaceful, loving. Emotion words, um, because honestly, half the battle in this is feeling it as much as what you say, but you feel it in your heart, you feel it radiate through your body. Um, when we started, we learned to do short affirmations using I am ha- so happy and grateful. It worked for me. Um, I felt it, like when I use happy and grateful, and and I use, sometimes I use joyful and grateful, um, but those words, for some reason, just resonate. It makes me smile to say them, like it makes me happy. So those have been really big in all the affirmations I write. Um, If I read an affirmation that somebody else wrote that resonates, sometimes I'll rewrite it, but I'll use, I am so happy and grateful or joyful
0: in my writing of it. Um, but, boy, that doesn't necessarily feel as good to you. No, and I think when you're talking about you didn't believe it, it it felt fake. I think the reason it felt fake for me is because, like we've talked about, when I did an inventory of my personal joy, I was at a two out of (laughs) ten, and so I was not in a feeling space of joy, and so when I was trying to write out, I'm so happy and grateful that or I'm so joyful and grateful that for me, it felt even faker, because I wasn't in a joyful state. And so, um, for me, it was more um, figuring out what I didn't want, turning it into the positive version of that. So like I had had a lot of health challenges and things like that so i really have low energy levels you know way back when still do sometimes and yeah. so instead of i'm so happy and grateful that i have full of life and energy that felt so fake and unreal to me that it didn't feel good and so um i had to switch it up a little bit and say i'm so grateful that Uh, You know, more and more energies coming to me every day or something like that, that felt a little more real that, you know, that's a possibility it could be coming to me, you know, rather than saying I am it now, because that felt so fake that it didn't feel good in my body. And so there, you know, there's no right or wrong, and, and this is something
1: you play with. Um, when we started at that retreat that we went to, how we got into all this, and when we started, we walked away with some note cards that we had handwritten um, five or six affirmations on. And what I found is repetition of those, and when we do those. So for me, first thing in the morning, it's my, it's my sacred time. Um, I sit down with my journal, and I write some gratitude, and then I write affirmations. So I don't journal like some people journal. For me, my entire journal is filled with wants and needs and, and, and all in an affirmation form. Um, and, and sometimes, Lauren, I joke about manifesting um, things that you want, and I can write them in my journal, and I can get real intentional, and I really feel them. And a lot of times I'll also say them out loud. So there's a lot of nuances to this that you can put into play um, that really does make this very, very powerful. But you have to play around with what works for you. So we're just telling you what works for us in different ways, because what works for Lori and I are both very different. Mm -hmm. Um, So mine's first thing in the morning. Um, I write my affirmations. I write them in, I am so happy and grateful that... And that does it for me. It makes me feel good. And then I continue them. Some of them are short and some of them are very lengthy. Um, They used to all be short. They also used to all be a sentence or two. And then again, we've kind of morphed a little bit um, based on more information, people that we've heard, people we've talked to, um, other podcasts and other um, interviews we've
0: listened to. So things change. Yeah. And so if feeling is the big part of it, like you have to feel it, that repetition really is key because you can't be sort of all over the place and changing them. I mean, to me, I I could never get into the feeling if I was doing it that way. So I had to sort of stay consistent. And um, there is something magical about right when you wake up in the morning and right before you go to bed at night, there's that almost like you called it a sacred space. It's almost that sacred time Where if you're doing it before you go to bed, thinking about the affirmations, writing them down, however you choose to do it, saying them out loud then that's implanted in you for when you go to sleep in that healing sleeping state and then when you first wake up in the morning it's also that space before the day gets away from you right and so those two are really really good times for for any of the tools in our toolbox those two times a day are really good but with affirmations you can also scatter them throughout your day Um, repetition and consistency being really important to especially when you're first starting and you're trying to make it a habit <laughs> um, we've heard of people recording it in their own voice on their phone and then playing it back three or four times a day putting an alarm on your phone where at four different times during your day an alarm pops up and your affirmation is written out on your telephone um, putting little sticky notes around, like on your refrigerator, on your mirror, in your bathroom, Tanya, you used your cards in your car all the time, so it's just like that consistency, that getting it in front of you, whether that's hearing it, some people do better hearing it versus, you know, writing it and seeing it, so you have to sort of play around with with what that magic spot is for you, for making it work for you. And, and I will also say that in the beginning,
1: I was not very, I'm, I'm creative in a lot of ways, but I'm not a wordsmith. So in the beginning, coming up with them on my own was really hard. Um, so one of the things I did is um, one of the the, the facilitator um, of our workshop actually shortly after created like a set of 12 affirmation cards, and they were fairly simple Um I purchased them and literally every single day I read all 12 for probably a couple of years. I still keep them. So I have a journal and then I have a bag and in this little bag, Um, has those affirmation cards and my pens that I write in my journal with and every day I used to pull out and read all 12 of those affirmation cards and then I decided okay now I'm comfortable writing my own but even to this day I still will shuffle through and ask the universe or God what do I need to focus on today and I'll pull it out and read it and sometimes I'll even take a snapshot of it and post it in our Facebook group as like the affirmation for the day, because it's kind of what the universe told me my focus was. Um, So I had a hard time coming up with my own in the beginning and needed some tools like those affirmation cards um, to help. And then we've got a there's a couple other things. Um, I actually purchased a book called. The Success Affirmations, it's a Jack Canfield book, 52 Days for Living a Passionate and Purposeful Life. So there's literally an affirmation for every day of the week. Um, so it's, it's interesting because I did have a deficit of not being creative and not figuring out. And some of these don't resonate and some of them do. But when I grab one that does, a lot of times I'll use it for days, months, years
0: later. Mm-hmm. Um, one tool that I have, Gabby Bernstein, that's like the queen of this, of these little short affirmations and that kind of thing. So if you look her up, she's got a lot of different things, but I have her super attractor deck, and it's the same thing. It's like a little short saying um, on it, and you can pick it each day. I've even seen calendars. You know how you have calendars and each day that you flip over? There's a, another little affirmation um, there's apps out there. The Secret app has little daily affirmations. I'm sure there are others. Um, I Gabby has an app. Yeah, and yeah. Abby so, I mean, there's all day. kind of tools out there that you can start creating a habit. Um, for us, we needed those tools in our toolbox because it was so foreign to us. <laughs> we uh, were trying to change our mindset so diligent. We were being so diligent about it. And so these little tools actually helped us to shift a little bit faster than had we tried to feel like we had to be creative and come up with things on our own and you know and and stick to it so one thing that I've heard recently that we didn't know back then was if anybody's heard of Abraham Hicks so the the law of attraction what Abraham Hicks says about that is that any thought that we hold for 17 seconds or longer gets sent out to the universe and therefore that comes back to you, whether that's good or bad. So um, they talk about how, even if it's a negative thought, you don't wanna have it for more than 17 seconds because then that law of attraction goes into play. So for affirmations, this is really key. Um, And I had never heard it put this way, but to write your affirmation long enough so that if you're reading it back to yourself or reading it um, throughout the day that's at least 17 seconds long so it really is triggering that law of attraction I know it sounds so silly but it sort of makes sense you know 17 seconds that's long enough to know that you you mean business right Right. well and that
1: has you know like I said I started off with short ones I start we started off with cards with little one-liners with one or two sentences and then as we've gotten more comfortable and as we've seen Things manifest, and mm-hmm. we've seen, um, we've felt better, um, you know, as that's happened. And then we've heard other people talk about how they do it, and we've tried new things. Now I have been a little bit more intentional about being a specific mm-hmm. um, about what I do want. So very specific, you know, not just that I want a million dollars, right? But it is that I want to be completely financially abundant with no debt, and to be able to purchase anything that I want, right, so very specific um, about the, the whys and the feelings behind it, um, so being specific, but the 17th second, um, when Lori told me that, because she actually had read it, and, then, and we talked about it like we always do, anytime one of us gets new information, we're like, oh my God, listen to what we learned today, um, I started reading my affirmations and I was like, oh, I've got to, I've got to lengthen that one a little bit. I got to add some more feeling words to that one so that it'll make it 17 seconds. And so it really has changed some of the way I still use some short ones. Um, but there, it's changed some of the ways that I, that I write my affirmations now too.
0: Mm-hmm. Something that's worked for me recently is truly reading it out loud. And so, you know, sometimes when you write something or you read it in your head, you, you can't, you can't tap into that feeling. And so for me, reading it out loud, it's like, oh, there's a little bit of passion behind that. Oh, that feels good. That feels doable. That feels like um, it's definitely something I can believe in, you know. And so and even changing your tone of voice when you say it so that you do put a little more belief behind it. All those little tips and tricks really do help to where even if you feel a little bit silly and uncomfortable doing it, you know, it, it really does work. <laughs> Tanya and I are a testament to that.
1: Well, and I'll tell you too, um, you just made me remember doing this and I totally forgot I used to do this, but early on because I needed the feeling, I remember driving to work and singing them in my car, like at the top of my lungs, like, I mean, at, at one point I was so, so broke. Um, and just financially strapped. And I had kept writing, like at that point, a lot of my affirmations were around money and and being financially stable. And I remember driving to work in my car, singing pretty loudly affirmations about how amazing it is that money's flowing to me. Like I had a whole song and it felt so silly, but it felt, and that's the thing. Um, and, and it felt silly, but good. Like I felt my heart rate increase and you can't sing without smiling. And so I also remember like feeling so good by the time I got to work, like, okay, I didn't accomplish anything today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sang them. I forgot
0: about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then recently, um, I've not tried this too much yet because I just heard about it but recently I heard somebody say and instead of doing it as a statement like I'm so happy and grateful that money flows freely and easily to me instead of saying something like that um posting it as a question because as we've talked about before, our brains don't like to be questioned because when we put a question in our brains, our brains seek a solution. And so instead of saying, I'm so happy and grateful that money flows freely and easily to me, you pose it as a question of um, how, how is it that money just keeps coming to me freely and easily all the time? Like, how can this be? How can this be? And Your mind just sort of goes there instead of trying to come up with something to negate the affirmation you've said. It tries to answer the question, how does money come to you? (laughs) freely? I work hard because I'm intentional about the things I do because
1: I make extra effort because like Mm -hmm. your brain is trying to solve, answer that question
0: for you. So that's um, something we're going to try, um, yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll check back in and let y'all know if that works. <laughs> but it, it seems to make common sense. Like, that seems like something that would be actually very helpful. Well, and as soon as you said it to me the other day, I, my brain
1: absolutely went there, and I went, huh, there might be something to that. And so I even sat last night and asked myself a couple of those questions. Like, okay, why is it that we have 100,000 followers on our Facebook page? It's because, like, a." Your brain really does start trying to answer those questions.
0: Um, Why is it that my soulmate is just coming out of the woodwork to get me? (laughs) (laughs) yes, (laughs) yes. So we are still learning, and really and
1: truly that is exactly what we're here for, is to bring you from where we were all the things that we did and are still doing, all the things that we learned and are still learning, Um, all the things that we've tried and have let go of because they didn't work for us or have grabbed a hold of really tightly and we refuse to let them go because we know how well they work. So, you know, that's where we're constantly learning. We're constantly seeking out people and ideas. And as we do that, that's, that's exactly why this podcast exists, because we don't want you to have to seek them too. We want to be able to give you what we've already sought out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you hadn't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your
0: favorite podcast player. You can reach us at highernavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R navigation.com. Thanks for listening.